record we got it perfect okay hi everybody and welcome to the military brat podcast military life by kids for kids and for anyone who's curious as always i am your host avery gannon and today we have kind of a little surprise it was was a strange little surprise but for the first time ever uh we have another podcaster on the show and it's not just any podcaster it is another military child podcaster which is just like ah it's crazy so i am here with um with shannon and he is the creator and host of the shannon show and we're gonna really talk about mainly i guess what what and share some of our good stories and talk about what led us to this like podcasting path and you can actually catch me on his show as well since we actually just finished shooting that episode um on his show the shannon show but before we begin uh, this podcast is for my own personal experience and opinions. It is not meant to exclude, offend, or talk about what every single military child's life is like. But without further ado, thank you so much for coming. <laughs> I am very happy to be here. Uh, our recording on my show is an absolute blast. So looking oh. forward to talking to you again. And yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thank you. I'm so glad. So, okay. So tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what you've been up to lately, things like that. Right. So... Currently, I am a student at Penn State University. I am majoring in aerospace engineering, just got done with my first semester, started my second semester. Currently, I am at home for like another week or so. I'm going to be going back up to campus uh, on February 15th. Uh, They extended our break, so that kind of sucked. (laughs) But I am a military kid, uh, obviously. Uh, I've been, my dad was in the Marine Corps. He uh, retired just, a year ago about right now a little more than a year ago and i now my family now lives in mooresville north carolina and throughout my time as a military kid moved obviously all over the place uh virginia born in california and three years most excitingly in Okinawa, japan where i was at kimsaki high school dang we've had a really similar go yes oh i know <laughs> i was gonna that's mention that last time yes that's so crazy what part of california were you born I was born in Camp Pendleton, so very close to San Diego. I was I was very young though. I I left there when I was five years old. So yeah, very very. Young. That's so cool! Oh my gosh, that's like that's insane. I know Penn State. Congratulations, that's awesome. Thank you. Uh, I have a few friends that are looking at Penn State. That's crazy. As they should. And, and... Don't come on over. Yes, absolutely. How do you like your program there? Uh, I mean, so far it's a lot of int- introductory classes, so a lot of introductory, you know, physics, math, and whatnot. But so far it's going good. I obviously would like to be in person with my classes. I'm definitely missing that a lot. Get engaged right, right. with some clubs and other activities would be phenomenal. But I mean, we're gonna we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. I know everyone's dealing with it, so it's mm-hmm. what it is at the moment. Absolutely, I totally that that totally makes sense. I um. I know the kids here, we're start. we've kind of been teetering on like hybrid for what feels like years now. Yeah. Um, and they are just starting to go back. I think they're going to try and go back soon. I have to make a decision about that because I have my counselor. He's like, oh, you should go back. But I'm also like, I, I don't know. I mean, a lot of the kids that are there are not like they're, they're going, but they're also like, do they have like a lot of sports that are heavy there and things like that and I don't even know if they're gonna let us do that anymore mm-hmm. so it's all just kind of like big like I don't, we don't know what's happening anymore yeah complicated situation to say the least absolutely so okay I guess I should really ask you so what was your path to making the show what led you down this road wow um 
I, it's crazy. I mean, 25 episodes in, first of all, very exciting. Absolutely. But trying to go back, I was, I told one of my friends that this is what I wanted to do. And this is like my quarantine activity or whatever. This is something that I was just going to do for fun, see how it went. And he told me it was a really good idea. And I don't know, like, just whenever you get that one person who supports you, shout, shout out to Kenny. He uh, told me to yeah. go for it. Uh, you know, it can, it can go a long way. And my first episode interviewed one of my closest friends from Japan. Uh, very fun episode. We just talked about some of our memories. And really, I know you you get into a lot of the issues, military kids. Um, mm-hmm. I just focused mainly on the good things, the stories. I mean, I just had so many fun experiences that I wanted to share and um, not feel any shame, as we mentioned on my show, and sharing too much about yourself with other people and just be a place where you can feel comfortable talking about it all and laugh and enjoy it and talk about it with Shannon on the Shannon Show. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree i think my my show was obviously not meant to get so into like the twisted weeds of everything but also like it kind of was good because it really gave me uh it gave everybody a chance to like sit and think but i also like to turn i also like to recommend a turn to your show because like if you just want like the good stories and you're not looking <laughs> that like and how does that make you feel kind of thinking um you should you guys gotta pop over his show it's so much more like <laughs> <laughs> it is so much more like upbeat and like oh my gosh do you remember when we did blah 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 blah, blah? like that's that was awesome yeah it's and a lot of fun so in a typical episode of your show i have seen a few but take us through a typical episode uh well i mean the planning process i usually i rack my brain anything i know about that person any shared memories i love to talk about i mean there's nothing more fun than talk about something that you and someone else were a part of and it was a good memory so obviously all those I want to cover and I want to hear all about their personal experiences as well just because I wasn't a part of it doesn't mean it wasn't awesome to hear about so I mean there's a lot of interviewing and like getting to know people talking about old memories it's just it's whatever they want it to be really it's however comfortable they are and some people are more comfortable talking on my show than others and I mean like it's hard to tell that beforehand what type of person they're going to be on the show and it really doesn't bother me at all because at the end of the day, I've talked about myself plenty on the show to this point. So like, it's it's whatever like they want it to be. It's a place for them to just feel comfortable. And I don't know, like it's cool to make my friends like be the face of the show with me. And I don't know, it's just, it's really neat to see it all come together the way it is. I, yeah, I absolutely agree. I think that's fantastic. It's really just like my, I know I try to pull from friends too. We don't necessarily do a lot of the shared memories since it's usually just something I know that they went through or something I know that they fit the bill for mm-hmm. as a military child and then they cover that with me but um I definitely like that aspect of like being more comfortable and everything and I also I and I think also part of being on doing like podcasting and being a host of a podcast is filling in all of those silences that somehow pop up and even when you think you're having like even when everything is going good and you're just like oh okay but then you fill in the space really quickly so I definitely, I get where you're coming from with yeah. that. And I didn't think anyone was going to listen, really, because, I mean, it's so personal, like, these things I'm talking about with other people. But, I mean, my first episode, it just did, it did awesome. And there's so much support, military kids, non-military kids. So, I mean, mm-hmm. wherever you get that sort of confidence. I absolutely, I know, I didn't expect all of the, like, all the love that came to Yeah, I know. I, I was, like, kind of thinking like oh okay maybe like a few people will listen to it maybe i'll get a few i'll just kind of work on it on my own it'll be like my own thing and then everyone came and listened and like i have family that listens to it too i'm like what, what yeah, are you like, talking <laughs> about? like yeah. it's just 
it's so strange and I I definitely I definitely love it but um since your show is very different from mine it's more personal and personally based experiences um what has been like some of your favorite um personal experience to to share do you talk more about Japan do you talk more about stateside life things like that oh totally Japan centered I mean I think I spent very important years there in terms of, I was there freshman year to junior year of high school and just a lot of growing during that time I mean mm-hmm. mentally physically psychologically all of it so there's just so many fun times and like kind of like cringe moments too where you look back and like I can't believe oh, yeah. I did that <laughs> but um you just at the same time I just love to share it and love to talk with people about it and like I said it's going well and that's amazing I definitely yeah I've I've looked back at some of my even looking back at some of the photos even from just like a year ago I look back and I'm like ooh, that's a little hard to take a take a peek at but um, especially just because you're 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 all like I am doing great I'm on top of the world and then you look back and you're like yeah kid you are not on top of the world and I'm sure a year from now I'll be thinking the same about myself uh, at this moment in some respect hopefully hopefully not but that's usually how it goes Right, right, right. I think it takes, yeah, I definitely probably would look back at this and, or not even at this moment, but just like in general, looking back at my um, high school and being like, yeah, oh no. (laughs) But um, I, I think, well, this, well, now I kind of want to focus on mainly, I guess, what it means personally as being a military child, since a lot of the things we, for a little bit on your show, we did talk about how we feel it is hard to represent but should be represented Mm -hmm. um so what does it mean to get this kind of an outlet and what does it mean to really be like a military child in your eyes wow um first of all just the outlet and having opportunity i haven't mentioned yet being a part of the museum of the american military family which is a very big very big deal for me i mean i emailed the museum director like for my fourth episode it was the scariest moment of my life (laughs) <laughs> and I mean, I just made a commitment right then. I'm like, I, I'm going to go as far as I can with this because it's important to me just to have a place, like I said, for people to come together and talk about it. And it's not talked about enough and people don't feel comfortable talking about it as much as they should. And that's why, that's why the channel show is important. That's why you guys should watch. I don't know. Like, it's just, I really enjoy doing it. And that's why it's so important for kids to come on the show talk about their experiences school trips places they've been and you know this is there's a lot of fun in that Mm -hmm. i definitely yeah i definitely agree it just is it's this really i like to consider it like i love all of the military shows that i've like that i've looked at or all the military products that i've looked at things like that like it's supposed to be like a safe base and everything because exactly a lot of the time yeah a lot of the time that you are in, especially in like your adolescent years, especially if you're growing up as a military kid and you're popping over to the States for the first time and now you're knee deep in civilian school, sometimes it can really just be a little overwhelming and you're just kind of like, I don't I don't know enough people to share my life story. And I also feel like we talked about how you feel like you're sharing it too much and you're like, exactly. okay, don't bring up like, or I have to, I yeah, even like when I first was introducing myself to people, I would limit myself on the amount of times I could reference something from like <laughs> what I was doing and, and then eventually I kind of looked back at that and now I'm like looking like really reminiscing on it and I'm like that is so like ridiculous like people should if people don't yeah. want to hear it then they obviously they shouldn't they don't have to listen to me but also like I don't have the same lifestyle as you did growing up so I feel like 
it's that's that was my third grade that was my fourth grade that's just what i happened to that's do and i mean are, like yeah. exactly yeah it's not meant to be any of like any like show of, like oh yes i went to blah 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 and blah stuff <laughs> like that and it's just it's legitimately like i'm like no like i i would go and travel a lot i would go and go to school a lot and things like that and i've had luckily there's been in the past few um like in the past year or so when my friend group was really solidified there's a lot of like that um i guess positive reinforcement that are just like <clears throat> they're like oh no 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 we actually like like to hear what you have to say and i'm like oh okay oh thank god <laughs> you know yeah absolutely and another part of that i know you're not at this point yet but i just had to make the transition to college and a lot of my friends and peers are doing the same exact thing whether they're going like somewhere close to home i mean we're all over the place that's that's the biggest deal is we're being spread out our tiny friend group from japan is now all over the country all over the world i mean it's cool to see what everyone's doing whatever everyone's up to so my baseball friends are playing baseball division two schools i mean like it's so like you're so happy for them and and you know at the same time you all had the same roots and no matter what you can always come back to that and talk to them about those days which i that's awesome that's like really well said actually <laughs> too yeah it's um just kind of having that like i can always come back to you we always have those same similar ties and everything i think that would, i think that's amazing and just knowing so i guess and i do want to talk to you a little bit about college so okay so obviously with um the transition and everything did you find the transition to college any different from moving at all like what did you think uh... Well, no, it's it's very similar, and I think that it's the least talked about thing. And not only college, but I have a lot of friends who decide, you know, they don't want to go to college, or they just want to get into a career, or they want to get into workforce, or do whatever they want. And there might it might be the toughest transition, to be honest with you. Whenever you're going from Dodea, military kid life, to having to go to a civilian lifestyle, where now you're an adult, you're not a military brat anymore, no one cares. Like the few yeah. programs that were for you, gone. Um, yes. Oh. So now, now, now you're on your own in this, and that's the transition that I'm really focused on: is going to college and getting out of the military brat lifestyle, having to live a life where every other kid, every other civilian kid, is been preparing for in one place. Right, right, right. And I think a lot of it was that was like a lot of the uh, thoughts that would go in the back of my mind every time I moved. I'm like, well, I mean, it's just practice for when I move to college yeah. for college. Practice rep, exactly. And, I'm like, yeah, I mean, it is to an extent until eventually you're kind of like, oh, okay, well, now I'm a full-fledged adult in, like, the world now, and I don't know, I mean, that must have been, I mean, even just, like, looking, like, thinking about that, that must have been quite the transition. I mean, I guess for me specifically, I'm going to Penn State, which is, it's where my dad went. I've never lived in Pennsylvania in my life, though, so I get there, and I lived in North Carolina for one year. I went I went to North Carolina for just my senior year of high school, which is then cut in half, obviously, because of COVID. So now I'm meeting right. kids who are all around the Pennsylvania area, uh, around State College, around Philly, Pittsburgh. And I'm introducing myself, like I'm from North Carolina, but not really. Not not really, mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you very many things about North Carolina at all. Yeah. I lived in Japan before <laughs> it's that. too long of a story. Exactly, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's tough to relate at the same time. But, you know, it kind of gets over overshadowed because everyone just kind of thinks, oh, everyone's making a transition to college. It's new for everybody. And there is some truth to that. There's a lot of other kids who are coming from overseas. And then whenever, like, you have, like, foreign students come in and I'm like, can I relate to them? Like, can, can we, like, find some common ground? And then you tell, like, a kid who's actually from Japan, I'm from Japan. And, you know, there's some. 
Yeah, it can be. It can be a little weird. It is. It's definitely a little bit like strange, and you just start trying to find your place. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And even just like, and I obviously I can't do, I can't relate to the whole college experience, but I know that even in like high school, just um, that that where that horrible where are you from question is. Oh, it's the worst thing ever. It's atrocious because then I have to like dissect it in front of them. Like, okay, do you want to know where I was born? Do you want to know where I spent my childhood? Yeah. Do you want to know my last place? I, it's just, it's um, notion to change that question to where is the most recent place you've lived, you know? <laughs> Especially for military that kids. Make- I mean, they asked that at Kubasaki, I remember, for my Far East event. Um, you give them your name and your hometown. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> You're asking military I'm kids like- what their hometown is. And like you can autumn and like I can just imagine the sea of like stumped faces on such a simple question yeah. of just like I, I legitimately don't know what to put, you know? And like I I definitely agree with that because even just the where are you from question or like, oh, uh and a lot and the other one I get is like, Oh, how long have you um or what was your favorite place that you've lived? And like I do have like favorites, but I also have good experiences in all of them. So it's kind of hard for me to like sift through sometimes, but I mean, I do have favorites. <laughs> yeah, I uh, completely understand. I have a favorite as well, but I mean, there's just, I actually, one of my college essays I read about that is whenever I imagine my hometown just being like this culmination of all these places that I've lived and it doesn't exist. This place that I imagine where I like, I have a backyard from one house, like a school from another place. It's kind of like this, almost like imaginary place you can put together and you just put all those places on one street and you're like, yep, that's my hometown from all over the place. That would be, that is like ideal. That would be amazing. Because then you can yeah. like, yep, I can just call this like California <laughs> kind of thing. Like just, it, that's exactly sure, yeah. how it's supposed to be. Uh, yeah, a lot of interest. I moved to, so I, like I said on my show, I'm not sure if I've said it here yet. I'm in Mooresville, North Carolina, which is a very small town. So like almost everyone's been here for their entire life. So whenever you even mention going to like even traveling to another country, let alone living there, it's um, there's a lot of awe that comes with that. And I don't know, I had like people just, you just, it kind of becomes your personality in a way, which isn't like necessarily what you want, but you're like, you're that kid from Japan. And I, don't know, I had some people introduce yes. me as their Japanese friend as well. So <laughs> which isn't true, obviously, but you know, you, you have to embrace some of it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not like the identity you wanted to take on but also it gets you friends (laughs) it's gonna come up yeah exactly and like it's it i think it's worse when like i've met some kids who are like i just don't say anything i'm like well i wouldn't try to hide it because like i'm happy with like the life i've had and everything but i also get the other end of the spectrum where you're like i'm just gonna get called the kid from japan or i'm just gonna get called the kid from overseas or something like that and so if you don't want that to be a core part of your personality some people will like kind of put that to the side and then just kind of like slowly work it into their friendships and things like that like yeah i I lived in japan for like five years and then they kind of are just like wait what very casually very casually and i i tried to do that it did not work but um (laughs) it it more than anything kind of confused some of my friends and i think they even to an extent like earlier on before i uh, moved like when i was moving a lot in between uh they kind of thought i was lying oh, I think, wow. a little bit. they were like really like that that seems a little far-fetched are you sure i'm like oh no no, no i got pictures yeah it's always like, you just bring you. up the memories you're like there you go mm-hmm. i'm like my snapchat would say otherwise exactly so thank you yes. <laughs> 
Um, so how long do you think you want to keep up with the podcasting? I know college can be kind of demanding sometimes. So what do you think? Um, so right now I'm doing once a, once a week episodes. Mentioned that previously. But I kept up with that for my first semester. Obviously college isn't getting any easier. And the podcast, like a week is still going to be a week. So it's, it's difficult. But I'm committed to being with the museum for the rest of 2021. So I'm going to obviously be keeping up with their projects and activities and the Shannon show I would like to be right alongside that so I think at least for the rest of this year it would be phenomenal and I mean things are going to get tough sophomore year I I completely understand with college but yeah I think if I can get through this year and then we can go from there hopefully we've grown a lot by then I can't wait to see what happens over the this upcoming year that's uh, gonna be very exciting me too I'm so excited and um so tell me a little bit more about the museum and for all the kids who aren't aware about the right. museum. Right, so I met the museum director, Dr. Searcy Olson-Westner. It was like episode, I think it was actually episode six of my podcast. I wanted, I just went all in. You know, I didn't met, I didn't email someone who was a part of the museum. Like I probably should have. I just emailed <laughs> the director because, you know, obviously I thought that was a good <laughs> idea for some reason. Luckily, she's very nice and she's dedicated a very huge chunk of her life to the history of the military family, which is not just military brats, but military spouses and, you know, all family members who have to deal with the, you know, challenges that come with uh, military family life. And she's great when it comes to, like, the history of the military family, because obviously, I mean, you and I were very, very new to this thing in comparison to a lot of people. And the military brat lifestyle has changed a lot since over the decades and decades and how it used to be and it's great talking to her about that comparing and then my position with the museum now this is pretty recent is i'm the student liaison for the museum so my yeah i know very excited so my responsibility i'm just talking with students getting them involved with projects and that's how i came across your podcast and i was just very excited to reach out to kids like you who have a passion for this and have a dedication and have awesome stories to tell and who are interested in not only on my show but helping with the museum's projects and who have an interest absolutely. in the history of it all absolutely I, I i think that is so interesting i think it, I, I like you said we're very new to it and i love to learn more of it and love to learn how everything works and everything i think i got your i got your email at like a group party <laughs> thing and like it because i was like i just happened to look at my phone and i was like oh this looks interesting and i was scrolling through it and my friends were like just get off your phone why are you on your email and everything i'm like guys this is important stuff like hold on for a moment and just chill out but <laughs> it was funny. um it was a really cool it was a really cool way for like a good way to reach out and i thought that was such a cool opportunity considering i didn't even know about the museum yeah me neither i had a i had to do a google search and they have this thing called operation footlocker which is pretty cool i haven't been able to get involved in it yet but they have a, a big footlocker like a chest and it's just filled with people will put in like a uh, like a sentimental item or like an artifact kind of and it's just this culmination of a bunch of different people's memories from all over the world from years and years back and it's a cool way to connect the past military brat generations with uh you know the current one that's amazing i love that i think that's that's so that's so like like that's such a good way to spend and represent and like bring people together especially considering the fact that like it is a little bit more underrepresented than at least most people would feel so i think that's a really good yeah way to very get well done it wasn't my idea all credit to the museum <laughs> <laughs> okay well i have one last question for you it's this the story of the, the week thing um that i've been you know right workshopping since i started 
But uh, so okay, what has been your favorite episode to shoot and favorite why? Favorite episode to shoot. Oh, wow. Um, it's really hard to pick one. I'm that's very difficult. But I'm gonna have to go. I think it was episode 14. It's very it's very like niche listener group, but it's the it's the trial of George Glover. It's one of our friends, and I got like eight of my closest friends all together on the show, and we had like this mock trial where we just like we're interrogating one of our close friends about his uh, past experiences and you know it's just it's one of those things where it's very personal and it's so much fun to see I, mean, I haven't talked to those guys as a group and as a whole in like years now so to see us all together and see how everyone's doing and see who has a terrible like hairstyle at the time or like who's going through there's, well, there's one friend in particular who's going through a phase hopefully he's not listening but we're not going to call him out and, um, so everyone's changing everyone's doing and everyone's like we all took it very seriously and we're all prepared Mm-hmm. I definitely, yeah, I agree. That's that's fantastic. I think that's it's always it's always so fun when you bring in someone you're like super close with and you just have a good like repertoire and you're kind of going back. Yeah, because the connection's yeah. already there. Exactly. Whenever you like, I've had guests on the show before who I didn't know. I mean, obviously you were, I, I didn't know you, but you have a podcast. You're you're a good speaker. Like it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't an issue. I've had like some other guests who I'm like not as close friends with and there's no like warming up like for the first 10 minutes whenever it's a close friend of yours you can just get right into Mm -hmm. you know that connection that you've had for a while now Mm -hmm. absolutely and like and I know like I put like a weird like section of just random talk usually at the beginning of mine and stuff and that's and sometimes it's harder than uh, than normal just to get it out of people because it's like you're kind of working on it but you're also kind of not and then like uh, uh, but with like the people you're really comfortable with it just like flows naturally and then sometimes I end up having like too many opportunities to choose from and I'm like oh now I have to like pick a few <laughs> it's 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 awesome but thank you so much for coming and yes of course I'm very happy to do it this is as you know this is what I like to do it is obviously a passion of mine yeah. and it's shared with you so anytime we can come together I'm very excited absolutely we're gonna have to recollaborate again in either later this year or do something else and just be like know what we we yeah i hope so i hope that's what the conversation's about it's not about how far we've come so and i'm sure it will be yes um hopefully college doesn't i mean it certainly will but i'm gonna you know we're gonna survive the survival is the goal (laughs) the survival is the goal But everyone, once again, thank you so much for tuning into the Military Brat Podcast, Military Life by Kids for Kids, and for anyone who's curious. Next time, um, I am going to actually, next next time's episode is a little bit different, and I'm going to lead up to that, obviously, in the next episode, so I'm keeping it low-key for this time. It's going to be a little bit of a switch up. But until then, you can follow our account on Instagram and visit our website, uh, or our Instagram account is at Military Brat Podcast, and you can visit our website at www.militarybratpodcast.com for more information about the show as we publish new episodes every other week. So thank you so much, everybody, for listening, and thank you so much, Yes, thank you, uh, everyone, for listening.